Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. You're on Facebook and you open something and then you like accidentally back and then refresh all the way top of your newsfeed and you can't fucking find the thing that you were going to read or comment on to begin with. Yeah, no, I totally agree because if it, listen, we, we got the endless scroll, right? Yeah. And I don't understand why with the endless, the possibility to endlessly scroll down my timeline for fucking eons, you would put it in auto refresh. <laughs> That just because I decided to click on a post that seems interesting. You would think the whole point of an endless scroll is to find endless amounts of interesting posts that you might have missed out on. Nope. You know what makes that super fucking hard? <laughs> when you shoot me all the way back up to the fucking top, right? And that refresh, oh my god, dude, that refresh, that shit is brutal, yo. Because it could be like fucking almost like a week's worth of shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's that. You're never gonna find it again. Nope. You're never gonna find that post again. Nope. It's gone. You lost have to, in like, the go ether. The, group the amount of posts you'd have to scroll through are it's just rising up and crashing through. through with another telegraphed intro. This is Doc and Ziggy with the, the flood. That's right, your favorite weekly pop culture digest bringing you that pop perspective. To put the culture in context and make the mainstream make sense. Because if, if we do don't make sense, we then don't what make sense. And look, you know, this may be a mild hobby for me and Zig, but everybody aspires to make a little bit of passive income, and you know what? You can help us do that by following us at the Flood Pod on everything. And that is on everything. Including Patreon, if you're feeling giddy. Like, let's go for it. This week, we got lots of hits to talk to y'all about. But speaking of hits, Zig, you want to tell them what's been smashing the Billboard charts this week? Yeah, so this week's hit on the algorithm is Dance Night Away by Dua Lipa. Hey, listen, a cut from the Barbie movie soundtrack, right? And Dua Lipa just continues to be breathing life into that new disco movement, don't Love she? Love it. You God know, one of my damn. favorite I genres mean, of music is disco rock. She definitely stepped all over that shit. Put her foot all on that bitch with her bad self. I, I mean, look, I'm here for it. That, uh... That Barbie, uh, <laughs> that Barbie trailer though? That Barbie trailer though. We'll get into that in a second. So you told me to go back 40 years for the top hits from today in 1973. So not quite disco time, but it was a little bit, like I feel like that was right around when disco got started, but so not quite the powerhouse that it grew to be though. At number five, you have Paul McCartney and Wings with My Love. At number four, Marvin Gaye with Let's Get It On. Hey, okay. Roberta Flack with Killing Me Softly with his song. Mmm, listen, listen, classics. All, all these is classics. Jim so Cross with Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> what did I say? What did I say? And Tony Orlando and Dawn with Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old Oak Tree. Listen, 
Come on, man. All all them joints. 1973 was a fire year for music, is what it sounds like, son. I mean, isn't it Let's Get It On from Marvin Gaye's, like, best album? Yeah. Which is considered the greatest album of all time? It is. Listen, so what I'm saying is, is 1973 is, that, that's a hard year to compete with. Uh, but, but you know, Duo Lipa might, might have a few of them. Oh man, it's so catchy. So like it actually like when we played it before, I was just I actually just like started dancing. It's got me moving. He, he was caught. He was caught in. The, he was caught in the spirit. <laughs> I got <laughs> caught up in the moment. That Dua Lipa song is from the upcoming Barbie movie. Yeah. So uh, as we mentioned, the top. What, what was that number one uh it was the number it is one number one on today's top hits Spotify okay. playlist. so yeah so as we mentioned earlier the number one song on today's spotify playlist is the Dua Lipa dance the night from the barbie album soundtrack and you know right in time for the release of that barbie trailer the barbie movie trailer and whew, let me tell you i was not expecting this movie to be so meta Neither um, was I. There However, was nothing th- leading up to that showing, you know, the the costume design and like some of the set builds and like some of the uh, little clips and stuff that had been released before, right? Seeing, like we were expecting. The casting, I'm yeah. just like, oh, of course that's Barbie and Ken. Yeah, I, it, it felt almost like a live action like Lego movie or yeah. like something like that's what we were getting. But Margot Robbie is Barbie and Ryan Gosling is Ken. I'm like. Oh, of course. Who the fuck else is going to play those two? Dancing to the Dua Lipa song, right? And then Barbie goes, have you guys ever thought about death? (laughs) (laughs) You're dying. (laughs) That's when I was like, whoa, okay. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah. Where are we going here? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to buckle up now because that was wild. That was was dark. Like, just, I was not expecting that. No. Right, like today is perfect. Every day is perfect. Like, like that's what made me feel like you know the Lego Movie. Everything is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and Lego movies are great. No, it is. Um, I feel like this movie has definitely got the potential to be a sleeper hit. Uh, right, but after all this time, if they were gonna make a live action Barbie movie, like you would, you would think like. All right, I gotta take. I want to propose that there is a new genre of animated movie. Live action animated movie. No, 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 no. Like, like the Looney Tunes Lost um, in New York or whatever the fuck. Basically, it was. like movies that are presented to be for kids, but actually are like universal appeal because of them being meta. Oh, so like how they used to be. Yeah, but I mean, like Mario movie. The. Um... But Barbie movie's not animated. Okay, fine. All right, Mario movie. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. God, I had a couple other on top of my head. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. God damn it. But yeah, like the Mario movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ralph, I like... still haven't seen the Mario movie yet. I'm waiting for it to come out on streaming. Um, Speaking of... For free. Free, free streaming. For free. Quote, free, quote free. unquote, free streaming. Speaking of free on streaming, uh... Ant-Man and Quantumania dropped on Disney Plus just recently. (laughs) And the the memes that are coming out of it are let me tell you. A1. Just 
peak peak Jonathan Majors in the multiverse memes. Um, all kinds of Kang variant. Just I'm I'm. It's almost enough to make me watch it. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Not quite, because I'm busy doing you know you know hustle culture things like reading and and not being toxic online telling everybody else their lifestyles don't matter if they're not making money off of it in some kind of way um well that was dark let me bring it on an upside note hey doc guess what guess what guess what guess what this is really good news i have a championship ring to give out with three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Got a really big team, and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better. Oh, shit. Who's getting a championship ring this week? Me! Oh. Oh. I'm giving myself a championship. Right? Are we now? <laughs> are we now? Do because we have we to are, court we for are, this? We should be allowed to celebrate our personal achievements, regardless of what they seem like to other people. And I'll tell you what, I'm giving myself is, a championship race because true. I passed Spanish. Congratulations, my third try. Hey, I'm I'm here. I'm here to celebrate all you know the wins for the homie. That's a big move for you. You know, you can finally take that weight off your shoulders. No, I just have one more semester of Spanish. <laughs> I was going to say, no, and it's over. Three semester requirement. I, I didn't know this when I enrolled in UNBC, and it's brutal. Like, it's single handedly the only reason that I filled up my degree already. <laughs> Is that for a language with, course? I'm going to graduate with 127 credits. Well, let me tell you, um, I think I know a solution that might help you pass this next semester of Spanish ace in the hole with no problems at all except for maybe you know a few possible lingering side effects later on down the line because this is kind of like a still new burgeoning and like developing technology what i'm actually saying is is Neuralink has been approved for human trials according to the fda and one victory lap loving motherfucker named elon musk because elon definitely needs a victory lap right now so uh Neuralink? Yeah, his brain chip company. Oh man, what was the name of the Sword Art Online one? Nerve Gear. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Neuralink is finally done abusing monkeys and chimps uh, with their technology and has sufficiently proven that it won't kill you upon installation. So, I guess it's okay to test in certain people and. Elon Musk is reminding everybody that So we're he's... going from last week where we have real life chimeras and human transmutation. Yes. To we now have cyborgs. Yeah. Um, also, a South Korean company put out a statement earlier this week that said that they predict they will be able to um, grow babies in a lab by 2028. So, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's no reason... So, like the Matrix. Oh, there's no reason all of these things are lining up at the same time. That would be tinfoil hat talk, okay? And this is not tinfoil hat hour, all right? Don't put them away. Put them away. We're not here yet. This is, this is real big boy science here. 
And big boy science, big brain leader, Elon Musk, says that with this, we will be able to control things like obesity, <laughs> restore people's vision, help with mobility, which is, that part is actually cool, right? Like, you know, for paraplegics and quadriplegics, if it, because this announcement is also following an announcement from a Swedish a uh, chip implant company. <laughs> There was, which is not the most intelligent way to have said that, right? But another Swedish company working on similar technology put out a statement announcing that a client of theirs who they have been doing human trials on was able to walk again just by thinking about it as previously had not been able to without their implant, right? So Elon's not lying when he says this capability we have reached the capability for this kind of technology to exist. Just putting a lot of faith in Elon. Um, somebody who can't even run a social media site that was already set up to run at least haphazardly, right? Like, now it's not even running haphazardly. Twitter was the Wild West. Now, Twitter is Apocalypse Now. Yeah, like it's, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say it's Fallujah. Like... It's it's disgusting what Elon has done simply just by firing people and pretending like he's the smartest guy in the room. And we all we all know what happened. user interface now is a nightmare. Oh, my God. So much so that he botched Ron DeSantis' most important night of his life. <laughs> Which I just feel like is tastefully ironic for the guy who's created an environment in Florida that has made the NAACP put out a statement advising a travel ban for persons of color. <laughs> Just to put that in perspective for the guy who's now announcing that he wants to make America Florida. Um, because, you know, Ron doesn't, doesn't get irony at all. Make America Florida? <laughs> Listen, it's such beautiful poetic justice <laughs> that this, this whole announcement was the absolute shit show that it was and i i know we're like you know three weeks out from it at by the time that this drops right but <laughs> just we want to make sure that y'all remember how dumb this was because ron is dumb ron is dumb He's getting away with, like, strong-arming Florida because the people in Florida don't fucking know any better because, like, education has always been kind of, like, suppressed down there. No offense, Florida. It's not y'all fault. It's people like Ron DeSantis' fault. And, I mean, I guess the people who, like, continue to vote people like him in for their fucked-up policies, like, isn't Rick Scott, uh, the former governor of Florida, being, like, or wasn't he just, like, investigated for doing, like, a huge... Uh, Medicaid fraud thing, and like the, he's not being prosecuted for that shit at all. So it's this is this is Ron just following the trend of being a shitty like Florida public representative, like Trump, who's registered in Florida actually. And and I think it's just so oh so fitting that because like his market, his like demographics, not even like Twitter verse people, like people on Twitter love Trump. Right? Like, they're already set up for their guy. But he thought he was going to come in and be cool, just like he thought he was doing when he bought his high school students beer and partied with them. Because, like, you know, let's not forget. And he's trying to save the environment by eating pudding with no plastic spoon. 
who Ron DeSantis is. Let's not forget that this is the guy who's so uncool that he got demoted from host of his own Twitter space, right? Um, and some people will say it's because of the technical issues that they were having, right? But I just think it's ironic that he wasn't even a host of his own announcement party. Um, and every single like promo that's come out of this has been like dick fluting Elon Musk the entire time. So much so that you would think maybe Elon Musk was going to be like Ron DeSantis' running mate. Um, which I don't want to have said too many times because I don't want to actually speak that into existence because the last election cycle was already dumb. Can he run? Elon? I don't know. Can he be yeah, a vice president? Probably not. Thank God. Um, but Stranger Things have happened. Stranger Things is on production delay because of the writer strike. You Not, know what else is on production delay that uh, we didn't talk about last week? The Twitter spaces, because it was a terrible, terrible run. Right, but I was going to say Daredevil, because the oh, New York City yeah. Teamsters have joined in solidarity with the writers, and they are striking alongside with the writers. The Actors Guild is pretty set to go on strike as well over this AI bullshit because nobody's fucking around with this AI bullshit, right? Like, it's already getting... It just seems like the entire entertainment industry is... Yeah, yeah pretty much in solidarity. Like, this shit needs like to be stopped. Like, studio heads and you corporate suits. Not even just that, dude. Like, uh, rappers and producers are lining up in ways to try and form, like copywriting of like their image and likeness so that you know people can't just make ai songs like the dude who did the fucking like drake weekend thing is like going on like a fucking rampage making like all kinds of like you know drake music and stuff like that and, and a whole wave of copycats have been emboldened right and they're like doing this whole like tongue-in-cheek kind of like subversive thing where they're like what what's the what's the difference right like especially when it comes to rap music i sent you that article this week uh i can't remember if it was from like a rolling stone writer or whatever but it was very just like pretentious it was like the genre that was popularized by stealing from other genres is now being stolen from with ai and he thinks it's just oh so like fitting and ironic right that rappers are complaining about that when they get by by sampling other artists and doesn't seem to understand the difference in like actually taking a sample and remixing it to make other art and and like ai like i don't understand it's it's weird that people are talking about alan iverson so much so you, that's that's the only thing you have to add to the AI discussion and art, like, because I mean, yeah, I guess you're of the stance that, yeah, no, it's crazy. But do you think I'm a creative? How do you think I feel about that? Uh, you're also somebody who has been quoted saying, "Great artists steal," right? Mm, this is true. How do I feel about this? Yeah. Do you think AI art is still art, or do you think that it is a cheap knockoff? This is a cop-out, but I think it looks cool, but I definitely know that it's AI art. 
Right. I mean, because all it is is, you know, computer-generated image borrowing from actual art taken by real people, right? You said it before. It feels soulless. And I'm like, yeah, this is soulless. Yeah. It looks cool, but it's soulless. Yeah, no, and I just feel like we keep proving, like... Like, honestly, I could see artists taking AI art and then putting a soul in them by, like, using the AI art almost as a base. Like a ghost writer? <laughs> Imagine somebody taking a bunch of AI art pieces, cutting them out, and making a collage of AI art. Oh, you mean like an actual art piece? Because I thought... Like, Created... Yeah, but like, what about... foundation What of about AI when it comes put into to music, aspect? though? What about when it comes to music, though? Because we already had things like the FM Mika thing pop up, and Japan and South Korea have been doing their virtual avatar pop icons for a while now, right? And like the gorillas, right? Or what happens when well, we the gorillas get... are all it's like that's all real music written and performed by Dave Okay, Mountain. yeah, but what happens when somebody comes up with like the AI version of the gorillas, right? And it's just AI composed and AI written. Do we let that slide? Not Damon Albarn and Jamie Hewlett. But what if it's just as good because everybody thinks this weekend and Drake AI thing is just as good, right? And and we could throw in like the Tupac shit, like all of the new verses and the new mix classics that popped up after Tupac died. Like, I mean, they've kind of set us up for that for a long time. New mix classics, volume two, that shit was a bagger. And all the whole fucking Resurrection soundtrack. I mean, it got so bad that Jada had to say, I did real songs with big, no made-up shits. Like, Picture me rolling! Come on, man. So that's where we're at now, right? Like, if you want to do a song with DMX, you can still do a song with DMX. All you got to do is hit up fucking Benny the Butcher and get the feature, right? Or Lil Boozy. Or Conway. Apparently they got all of Griselda, and they were just like, fuck it, let's get the problematic yeah, rappers while you, we're at it. You can do all that shit now. You can get an ODB blast. Like, come on. Like, All you need is $46,000, and you can get a non-AI verse from Benny the Butcher. And $46,000 in chat GPT, and you might be able to get you a mean little mix, right? Or a great second apology letter, Jawick. You could get it, uh, you could get a fucking Kurt Cobain hook. Right? Like, how y'all gonna feel? See, how y'all gonna feel when they fucking pull Kurt Cobain out the casket? So, we actually had this discussion years and years and years ago in the gaming community when they brought out Guitar Hero 5. And you know how they they would have, like, you know, you would unlock rock stars and everything? Yeah. Well, you could unlock Kurt Cobain, and a whole bunch of people felt some kind of way about that. They were like, Kurt um, wouldn't have wanted this. He's like, he wouldn't have wanted this and this motherfucker's dead. Like, this is the first time you put a dead person into this game. <laughs> and actually, how do we know Kurt wouldn't have wanted that? Maybe that would have been, like, the one thing Kurt was okay with, right? Was like, well, I do like video games. <laughs> you know? And, like, yeah, but, like, they didn't have Jimmy in there. You couldn't unlock Jimi Hendrix. Like, who's to say Jimi Hendrix would have been okay with that shit? Well, if right? I remember, the type of people you were able to unlock would be, like, 80s, 90s, 2000s yeah. legends. So it was like Cobain, Billy Corgan, Tom right. Morello. Uh, like I think you could get like Joan Jett. My to my point though, dude. Like 
I feel like this AI thing needs to be reined in. Like, even it's even gone wild. Of course, it's gone wild. Like, as we've discussed in the past, says it on every episode. Yeah, this is the worst this technology will ever be. Yeah, and like he covers the deep fake porn a lot, right? And we covered that story about a movie. They were like, oh, nobody current seems like a good fit. So we're going to make an AI deep fake version of James Dean. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was Marlon Brando, but no, you're right. It was James Dean, right? And like, that's what we're, it's so lazy. That's, and that's the thing too. Like, it's lazy. That's why it has no soul because it's literally computer generated like imagery. I don't care how good CGI looks when you go see the movie in theaters, it's only like two years from now where you're like, oh man, look at those fucking like leaves in the trees, man. Now, they are so AI being useful for artists. Writing prompts. Yeah, I mean like I have has... this idea, write two paragraphs, and then that sparks the artist that sparks the writer to write. It is a tool that or, has its like said, purpose. But a graphic artist who wants to make something out of a compilation of AI art. It is a tool that has its purpose, but it is clear that it needs to be regulated and it needs to be regulated now because it is a fucking menace. How would you it feel about menace. an AI 3D printed banana duct taped to a wall? Uh, one of those uh, video picture frame things with like a banana video a banana no, no 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 it is a banana created by an ai that then uses that to run it through a 3d printer so do you mean like a fucking nft or like, like a, a 3d banana. oh you did say run it through a 3d printer okay yeah all right i'd like it took me a minute to register that because i was like what the fuck are you talking about so like a if you want to get super 3D printed banana. The 3D printing material out of like banana sausage. See, I think the fact that you 3D printed the banana, if I'm gonna entertain this, uh, is makes that banana more of an art piece than the actual banana duct tape to the wall. But to bring I it back home to the original discussion. I do feel like the AI generated like of the way it has infiltrated like the art space it definitely calls for the kind of strike that the Writers Guild has put forward and it is just unfortunate that we will once again be reliant on reality TV in the meantime while we wait for Hollywood to get its shit together because they are currently losing somewhere around like fucking i'd like what is it like 300 million a day um and i feel like that's even lowballing it especially once the actors guild, if the actors guild goes on strike well, the because they have the directors and then the actors uh, the directors no, other way around the actors guild is up for their discussions now and the directors guild is coming up after that um, All within a 12-month span, for sure. I think it's even less than that. The Actors Guild, I believe, has officially been given the green light to strike if their demands are not met, right? Which is just going to increase the number of revenue and of course, being lost by California. And, of course, these are all talking with each other. Yeah, no, absolutely, because they're... It, it, 
the discussion that's being had benefits everybody, right? Uh, because they are trying to use AI to undercut creatives by suggesting the, that the there's skills, the directors union and the writers guild of America, all of them have a smaller piece of the pie than the studios. Yeah, and the so they should in the investors. Right, and because no matter what, like even at the best collective bargaining agreement, they're not going to beat the studios and presented based off of initial investment. And in general, right? Like I hate to get like super like existential with this, but like this is literally a war between like human potential and creativity, and like the breach between like where technology overlaps us right because they are using the advancements in ai to try and prove that computers can be creative and do what humans do they're trying to turn directors and writers and actors into self-checkout counters i mean essentially they're trying to yeah they're <laughs> and it's so weird because it's like you wouldn't think that this would be the first place that that uh the um it's really easy to look like you're scanning a barcode at a self-checkout counter, which should already creative. show you there's loopholes in this whole system that Hollywood is thinking with the AI model being able to replace everyone. You wouldn't think that the creative industry and the creative fields would be the first place that automation would be like tried and tested out, but you know, with the advancements of like chat GPT and like these uh, deep fake technologies the AI auto art and stuff like that. It, it's given, it's emboldened the studios and the investors to feel like they have a bargaining chip now, right? And it, they're really going to be made to test out the capabilities of these kinds of technologies against real human ingenuity and real human genuine expression, right? Because what they are saying is, is your expression is a, it, it can be simplified to ones and zeros. It's binary for everybody. It's computer language. Your, your expression can be mimicked and done by a computer because there is a, a decent amount of people out there that believe we live in a simulation. Truman Show. I'm not going to say that those two things correlate or have anything to do with each other, I, but I, what I am saying is that rich people think that human expression can be automated. Well, I want to say something about the whole simulation and string theory arguments that everybody always just pushes. And nothing about rich people thinking that human expression can be yeah, automated. Yeah, well, I mean, storm the best, you'll eat the rich, whatever. The, the, okay, it's such Hi, an Tony. oversimplification, but go for it, go for it. Go on your ramble, King. Yeah, the really annoying thing about all these, like, string theory and simulation and alternate parallel universe arguments, what are you going to say after that? You're like, I guess... Like, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those, technically, you're not wrong. I don't know if I mean, right. they could be technically wrong, right? But the issue is, is you don't have... You're not equipped to yeah. disprove it. Like, no. no. Uh, so those, kind, those kinds of arguments are always a bit of a setup, right? They're very frustrating. What else is very frustrating is trying to pretend like you, or trying to argue with the people who 
cut your checks that you're worth something right like and you're worth maybe a little bit more than they're suggesting that you might be worth even if they have the ability to try and do what you do using computer technology fucking jeff bezos <laughs> fucking elon musk uh fucking like all the hollywood studios like fuck off rich people goddamn like and it's that I, I the other thing i is- keep trying to remind people that this is literally what's happening right now because there is a whole labor movement brewing in the background and this writers guild writers strike thing is just another example of that so the other interesting thing i tapped on earlier about like an artist using ai art to create something new is with the further enhancements of technology the borders of human creativity have always expanded as a result every single like major technological advancement including ai came as a result of human ingenuity of what was already established right. then pushing the boundaries. Right. So, I'm not arguing against that. Right? So I don't think that's what the argument for against AI is. But go ahead. But even in a world of AI, artists are, can still thrive by even expanding on what AI has. Like Yeah, the capabilities that AI allows for. Right? And I think think not i think i i know that what is happening right now is creatives are trying to push back and make sure that they are not being undercut by ai so if i like put in an art prompt for something and it spat out an image i'm probably not going to look at it and be like yeah that's literally exactly what i envisioned um but if like let's say you're a porn star who has tons of pictures or not even just a porn star you're a regular ass celebrity or internet influencer that has tons of media and open source material available of you on the internet and your image is then corrupted and used to produce material that has nothing to do with you, um, has not been cleared by you, and you do not profit or benefit from in any way, shape, or form, and could in fact potentially harm your brand and defame you, then you would want to be able to control anybody's ability to produce that sort of material, right? Because like deep fake porn isn't just made of porn stars who you want to see do more freakier shit, right? It's made of celebrities like Emma Watson and Billie Eilish and Jeff Lockhart and <clears throat> and influencers like Pokimane and uh Addison Ray, right? Like yep. people who don't consent to this, right? And there are lots of legal professionals now who are trying to get deep fake porn put in you know just already understood legal parameters like harassment and like stalking right because like the fappening there's no currently there is no like legislation in a lots of places against like deep fake porn right like it doesn't even fit revenge porn in a lot of states like legal uh categories so this AI thing goes much further than just funny uh, songs that irritate Drake, right? Or so I'm gonna say pictures of kids with too many fingers. We're both right. I 
AI is scary, just like all the shit you said. I don't but think AI it's scary. It just needs to but inspire yeah, at the same time. I think what it inspires is more scary than AI itself, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we have instances where now, like even on the opposite end of the spectrum, teachers are so afraid of their kids using chat GPT to write essays and stuff that they're running speeches through yeah, no, I, AI I generators. That. I had to deal with that this semester. And they're finding that like AI will take credit for like fucking anything, including mm-hmm. like war and peace. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really need to like rein back in. It's one of those things is, like- I heard this story actually, and students would be emailing saying, no, look, I have Google edit timestamps. Yeah. yeah. I had an issue with pretty much exactly this. Um, this Go last off, because I didn't have something because I turned it in on my phone. And any college student knows the Blackboard app, if they're familiar, um, is uh, what's the word? Um, shitty. So I turned this thing on in on my phone. Buggy, like lots of technology, kind of like maybe like a Twitter Spaces. Yeah, and it had to be turned in by uh, four thirty. So. You know, I had it done, I turned it in at like 4.15, something right. like that. Yeah, 15 minutes to spare. And I go in and then I see that the grade got marked as zero. My professor, I emailed it, and I'm like, no, look, I, I submitted this. And he's like, well, I don't see it. I'm like, I can send you screenshots with my Google edit timestamp history. Right. Saying that I had it done. And eventually he was like, give you until 12 o'clock and i'm like okay <laughs> not you making him sound like fucking like snipe. you no i'm sorry i'll give you until 11:59, and i'm like great it's 5 30 i'll turn it in in two minutes i got a confirmation email at 5 32. that's what i would have sent him in the first place not the google uh doc uh, certificates, but the fucking like confirmation email. That I didn't I get a confirmation email when I submitted uh, it on my phone. Well, because well, also a lot of professors don't realize that there actually are a not small percentage of college students that do all of their work on their phone. Just like a lot of these studios don't realize that the writers are not a small percentage of the product that they make lots of fucking money on. Um, and they need their cut, right? Yeah. Because a lot of this, this shit don't happen without the right. This is some Oliver Twist shit. Uh, please, sir, no, have some m- m- more. And absolutely, dude. And what they don't tell you about that time, which, uh, you know, led to the fucking labor movement, right? Is that they got to dynamite and things a lot back then. And I'm, you know, hi, Ted. I'm not saying that we need to get to dynamite and things. I'm just saying... It's unfortunate that people still, don't listen until you get to dynamite in things. I still love that the Nobel Prize is named after the person who created dynamite. Because <laughs> it's just great. I love that. Right, and he did lots of stuff, but nobody listened until he made dynamite. <laughs> so, I'm not saying bring back dynamite, but what I'm saying is rest Can we in bring peace. Back dynamite. Do a leap of strong. Jimmy Walker. Rest in peace, Jimmy Walker. <laughs> um, 
Nah, man, uh, this this writer's strike is just another example that the AI thing is getting out of hand, that the labor movement really needs to be recognized for what it is because the wages are stagnant, rent is too damn high, and the human cost is going to be too much to bear. It's even too much to bear for the reality TV circuit who, you know, has to bear a lot of the weight burden from these writer strikes. Too we'll hot to handle, too. Electric boogaloo in Cancun. We'll talk more about that after this break. And we're back. Give Welcome me back. Wow. Wow. And Zig is really hyped to talk about Vanderpump rules. Let's talk about re our favorite reality TV. Have you watched any good reality TV lately? No. It doesn't matter because you know what people have been watching? That fucking Vanderpump rules season finale. Let me tell you, with three days after it airing on Peacock, it coming in at 4.1 million streams. I just want to I just want to point out that uh, running up the numbers with the exception of like the past 2 weeks which I could talk about things that I've watched uh, all I've watched is one piece. I'm current on one piece. <laughs> current on one piece. Congratulations it for being current on one piece, but today we are talking Vanderpump Rules because so, this season finale about Vanderpump Rules then. No, I'm not telling you a little bit about Vanderpump Rules, but what I will tell you about is this fucking cheating scandal that was going on, right? So the actual show is irrelevant. The only thing that matters is the cheating scandal. Uh, so the... I'm not gonna say that the show is irrelevant, but what I'm saying is the reason we're talking about it today is because it all culminated in the reveal of Tom cheating on his girlfriend, right? Uh, after an entire decade of being together, right? On this Oof. show. Oof. With her best friend. <laughs> Man, this sounds like it was written by AI. Yes. So there's like talks of like Emmy awards and things like that, right? And uh, Lisa Vanderpump and Alex Baskins were, you know, had been campaigning for an Emmy, but they, you know, they claim. Best what? writing they feel conflicted because this isn't a scripted television show these are quote unquote real people's lives here real people have been affected by the outcome of this cheating scandal real right? people in a generation that have been conditioned to what happens on reality tv so they know that they're not actually being a legitimate version of themselves when they appear on these shows uh whatever you want to call legitimate that relationship has been going on for 10 years it's said a decade right or at least close to a decade how and much trash reality tv do you think they watch together in this decade a lot man i mean it's 2023 right so 2013 like you know that's so i wrote I, I, I was gonna say that's peak uh jersey shore but that's not even like peak jersey shore right but yeah like, jersey shore was burning out at that time yeah but we still had like we, there was still some gtl around yeah i i feel like there was still some reality tv shows For zoomers, that I'm like, gtl means gym tan laundry 
I feel like they know what it means. I feel like Zoomers know exactly what the. I don't know. There were Zoomers that didn't know where the term "stan" came from. I that's that's a little bit older than Jersey Shore, dog. And like you have to you have to come to terms with that. Not that much older. Yeah, right. no, no, like like six years older. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, such a cultural touchstone <laughs> and a common term, you would think. Not even. It didn't even really become like a common term till like Eminem Stan meme culture took over on the internet. Right, and at that point, the term just became ubiquitous with somebody who fanboyed too hard. I was friends with a dude in high school who tried to dye his hair with hydrogen, who tried to dye his hair with hydrogen peroxide in the sink. Came out looking more like Guy Fieri. It didn't. It just didn't work. Uh, listen. Uh, so <sighs> these numbers can't be ignored, though. 4.1 million in three days of airing. That's, you know, I, you only see those kinds of numbers on YouTube. I mean, uh, I'll say, like, it, the right other now, big it, reality TV moment that I thought of that, like, everybody fucking knew about, because this was also a, like, this was at, like, the height of this franchise. When Wee Man got Survivor. drunk and peed in the corner on the scooter? No, I was going to say oh, Survivor. No. Oh, when, okay. When Mike burned his hands. You don't remember You don't remember Surreal Life when Wee Man got drunk and, no. like, sleep rolled around on his his motorized scooter and peed in the corner butt-ass naked? Dog, no. listen, listen. Trash TV, despite... It being a product of scabbery. Um, but I mean, do you remember that his, from like season three of Survivor? Survivor, when Mike yes. Burned yes. his hands trying to kill the boar. Yes. Because he was legit like hunting. Yeah. No, I get it. I'm just saying it's not more. I remember at that camp, it. they're like, "Holy shit!" I would argue. I would argue that that is less of a cultural cornerstone than fucking uh, pumpkin spitting in New York's face. I agree. But <laughs> I will say, as far as like a moment where you're like, "Holy shit, this is like real," was when Mike burned his hands. For yeah, me. That, that's fair. I mean, I because he was all he was well on his way to win. I and then he had to get taken out because he legit got third degree yeah, burns all over burned, his hands. Yeah, yeah, it's like that dude on Naked and Afraid that got uh, taken out because he like, God, what was it like, refused to eat or some shit like that? I don't know. I can't. Remember. Yeah, Naked and Afraid is another reality TV show that I'm like, I can't believe this exists. Uh, speaking of reality TV shows that I can't believe exist, a UK TV station, Channel 4, aired a recent episode of their show, Open House, The Great Sex Experiment, <laughs> in which they get a bunch of contestants together and have them test their relationships by living openly in luxury environments where they are, you know, kind of pushed to be sexually experimentative and strengthen their bonds, right? You can um, watch it on Brazzers Premium. <laughs> the show aired, which is in its second series, aired an episode just recently where one of the couples was hosting a 15-person orgy during the episode. BBC. TV. Shanice and Ricardo, who have been together for eight years, invited the other contestants back to their room for an after party. <laughs> uh, and during that after party, the situation turned steamy. House guests started undressing. Sexual acts were performed. He did. He showed up. <laughs> 
Viewers were left stunned by the racy TV moments, many taking to Twitter to express their outrage, people saying things like, oh my god, a 15 person orgy. I'm too British to have an orgy. What do you do? What do you talk about? Is it okay to laugh a lot? Is it okay to break and make a sandwich? Because, you know, the internet. Right? If you ask George um, Costanza, the answer is yes. So somebody else was like, you know, what I'm mad about is these people have kids and their kids are going to see this shit. And I feel like, who are you to assume that everybody in this orgy had kids? I don't watch the show, so maybe they had kids. This is what happens when you don't pay writers, right? <laughs> Not to say that the say icon doesn't exist. Because uh, we should probably talk about the icon, the newest show from The Weeknd and the guy who made Euphoria. Uh, and everybody's saying it's just like a torture porn fantasy. Um, sounds like something that would come from the maker of Euphoria and yeah, The Weeknd. Yeah, it's just a misogynistic jerk fest, um, apparently, according to uh, people who've In a seen it. And. And it's probably going to be the entire talk of the summer, but it hasn't dropped yet. It just has been specially screened at like Sundance or some shit like that. I love that um, everybody is arguing about game of the year between Spider-Man, Tears of a Kingdom, and uh, another game coming out later this year. And like somebody was like, which one's the game of the year? I commented, maybe we wait until all three games come out. <laughs> and then somebody was like, no. So I just responded by saying, well, I tried. Channel 4 Tears of Kingdom, by the way. Channel 4 tried. Uh, they tried to be risque and edgy and push the limits of what was acceptable on TV. And I, you know, I don't feel, I don't know the details of what time this was aired. I'm sure it wasn't during the day or like after the kitties got out of school, right? But it does feel a little wild. It doesn't seem like we're that far off from it being brought over to TLC and <laughs> it being the next big reality. Th I mean, we already have like 90 Day Fiance and shit like that, yeah. right? Like, and Hulu just did a whole thing where they went around and Hulu has the Kardashians. Hulu just did a mini series where they went around and filmed different parents and their parenting styles for like uh, I don't know if it was like a year or a couple of months or whatever to see what parenting style worked best for the children so it just doesn't seem like we're too far off especially like with ai because i mean if you ask an ai to write a reality tv series it's, it doesn't sound far off from what this is well with the whole camera documentary thing it depends on how long of a period that it actually was taken over because at a certain point the camera just becomes something that the subject adjusts to typically uh like, are you asking how long you have to wait into an orgy for you to forget about the camera no oh because i you know it's not a bad thing to i'm though. i'm probably i'm of the mindset that like you just try and like forget that it's there immediately right like but i mean even we're talking about like these you know real like potential reality shows and things like that that just seem like ridiculous like par like even parenting styles type of thing that's the type of thing where you would have to you know get 10 times the amount of footage for every one frame that you use like you know what i mean are we 
Of the orgy? No, of the like interacting with parents and their par parenting styles because you're gonna need to get a point where they forget, quote unquote, that the camera is there and they're just doing their raw parenting style. <laughs> <laughs> he said raw <laughs> how much footage do you think gets left on the cutting room floor of an orgy <laughs> of probably this a orgy. lot because I imagine they just have cameras posted at different angles of this orgy though like because this isn't even like a Brazzers production remember this is like a British television show <laughs> And they were like, yeah, fuck it. So it's like one of those old HBO. That's what I want. Like, I don't understand why we're in the day and age of streaming and we don't have more things like HBO's Real Sex or like Penthouse or like Taxi Cab Confessions and shit. Why do we not have an Uber Confessions? Netflix, you just rolled out your whole like password sharing like thing. I got a warning and I've had Zach Netflix uh -huh. for years. Uh-huh. You know what would make everybody forget about that? If you did a reboot of Taxi Cab Confessions, but with Uber. Uber Cab Confessions? Well, come on, that shit would be fire, dog. Oh man, I don't understand why that's, I guess it can't be a YouTube series because you can't even like say like- I could just start recording random thoughts I have while door dashing. Queer on. Dude, I don't know why. Yeah, I guess you don't Uber, right? You DoorDash, so your experiences wouldn't be quite the same. I could judge people based off of what they order. Apparently, Cash Cab is super faked. Like, not, I'm not, not surprised. Not that the question there are faked, but people aren't surprised by like going on Cash Cab. Like you kind of have to like sign up for it and they're like, all right, we'll meet you at this location. And they say it's for a different thing, but like you, you get the idea, yeah. right? Like you're in yeah. New York. Yeah, and they, they're giving you a free cab ride. Sweet, free cab ride. Oh, game show lights. Oh, oh my, no. I had no idea. Brands, just so convenient. I've been reading up on Eastern European film cinema for the past 50 years. Uh, yeah, just like Lisa Vanderpump being like, I had no idea that, you know, there was a human. And it's like, she's not saying she had no idea. There was a human cost to filming reality TV. Of course and there is. People getting their All hearts broken. Tiger King. <laughs> live on TV for everybody to see. Somebody right. just getting their arm ripped off. And then them being like, Cool, stop the bleeding, I'll get back to work. It just, I don't know, dude, like, it all feels, when you look at the reality TV wave from the first writer's strike, right? We got things like Cops, we got Survivor, right? And, and then that reality TV spawned parodies like Reno 911. Or just like the more goofier ones, like For the Love of, for, or Flavor of Love and... Rock of Love Fuck and Fuck 90 Fuck Day Fiance and it all culminated in fucking Honey Boo Boo and Dance oh. Moms and shit like that Teen right? Moms Teen Mom and it's like so we got to a point where it felt like reality TV was aspiring kids to like aim low. Well, right? I mean, also John and Kate plus eight became tabloid fodder. Yeah, not just kids, right? People, people aim low. Like it really felt like it took a you hit. You remember the whole thing, John and Kate plus eight, and then yeah. John was found with like hookers and blow and. Yeah, 
dog it it it, it was a whole thing uh and then octomom had a porno oh, so right. <laughs> like i can tell you what else is awful is the influence that being an influencer has on people right the reality tv wave i feel like opened up it kicked in the doors for the influencer wave it really did right like the i watching those nut jobs on jersey shore uh cook off right made you feel like hey yo if they can do that all i gotta do is get drunk and go to the gym and i can have my own reality show as somebody who considers himself a content creator or a creative in general right it the influencer wave has gotten a little out of hand right it has made it so that you are perceived if you are seen as creating content for like the internet space you are looked at as one of these quote-unquote influencers right who i almost feel like we're anti-influencers i i think that is like you know the hopeful vision you have in your head of yeah. the kind of media that we produce but the idea of a podcast is kind of inherently that of an influencer i mean there is a we're trying to influence people to listen to there us. is the paradox of a documentary a documentary is trying to present truth but the truth presented is that this uh, is at the director's discretion so they have hundreds of hours of film and they chop it up into an hour and a half presented the way that they choose to present it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the whole issue here, right? With influencers and the effect that social media has had on people's perception of reality to the point where even after I thought we had all grown past the, you know, prank epidemic that was that era on YouTube where the social experiments and yeah. prank wars. Look, look, we all enjoy a good prank from time to time, but it got out of hand, yeah. right? Like the, that YouTube was like, oh, this is great. They're the, causing this person suffering. Right, to the point where influencers and content creators were absolutely just faking pranks, like hiring actors. Going and into the Japanese scripts. death forest and desecrating everything. And yeah, or doing the opposite extreme and like absolutely bothering people to the point where it becomes offensive. Or, or faking murdering your friend, right, to traumatize your other friend, uh, but then lying to everybody about it actually being like faked and, or not being fake, excuse me, uh, but it being like realistic that somebody was crying like everybody was in on the prank then you had the one girl who shot her boyfriend at like fucking point blank range with the desert eagle because Yeesh. yeah you got all in the name of like you know for the views bro well we're gonna put a cheat code in to get the fucking desert eagle we're back at it again uh tiktoker prankster mizzy in the uk has recently been arrested for a series of pranks one of which involved uh, just a outright breaking and entering right like oh breaking and entering you say this man just walked up into a random person's house and was like you know let's go he's seen going through the front door so not a school left the door open uh the woman on the patio outside the home uh one's inside the home he sits down on the sofa and when he's finally asked to leave he starts going oh isn't this where like the study hall is i thought there was like a study hall is 
Uh, Mizzy has been kicked out of several other different places for similar stunts in the past. And it just really feels like... I thought we left this thing, this kind of thing behind, man. Like, I... No, obviously not though, right? Well, like, right, the brain worms continue to infest, like, let's think the minds of the about, like, the quote-unquote internet challenge. Went from, like, the ice bucket challenge to the cinnamon challenge to the milk crate challenge where people are outright doing serious bodily harm to each other. It's, I was gonna say, it's not even, like, a clever prank, right? Like, that's the issue with these kinds of pranksters, right? Like, it becomes... It's too hard to come up with a creative and clever and witty prank. It's much easier to do something that's just so absurd and outright shocking that people have no choice but to react and look at it like a fucking car crash they're watching in front of their eyes, right? Like, I mean, you like, watch this dude stroll up and just walk into this lady's house, right? Un, like, completely unchecked. And you're like, you're baffled. You're like... Bro, do you not know what's gonna happen to I you? I mean, I think, like, a funny prank is to, like, be in a crowded area and then just start, like, eating ice cream out of a mayonnaise jar or drink Powerade out of a Windex bottle. I think that shit would be funny to watch people react to you around that. Mizzy has been quoted saying that he doesn't really care what people think or how offended they get. He sees it all as good publicity uh, and, and quoted, in fact, saying that it's wild how I've gotten that mainstream in response to <laughs> some of the comments and backlash that he's been getting, right? So he sees this all as a net win for him. And it's unfortunate to uh, even be kind of talking about it because, yeah, the more we talk about it, the more it just promotes this mindset where fuck that shit, make noise, right? Like, also just promotes the idea that TikTok is part of the problem and maybe we should rein in people's access to it because there's even like a whole spectrum of people now who think part of what China is doing with TikTok is a psyop and promoting this kind of like harmful content in a way to like break down the American psyche. Why do we need to kill them? We'll get them to kill themselves. Yeah, like literally, right? And it's gotten to the point now where states are trying to take matters into their own hands, right? It's gotten to the point now where people are trying to take matters into their own hands and and so much so to the I point where- I think we where, said that Montana banned TikTok outright and then Utah is putting a social media like government license attachment and making clearance for minors to use it. And uh, at now we have another contender to throw into the race, right? A, a bunch of state's attorneys generals have gotten together, including representatives from Prince George's County and they're taking some of these social media firms to task in a public lawsuit that would see these social media companies sued arguing that they are contributing to the youth mental health crisis and should be accountable. Do you think this might end in the type of class action lawsuit that Facebook had? Which I totally signed that fucking thing. Uh, this to me is unfortunately this argument here's where i have to push back after being in total agreement with like mizzy and those kinds of pranks being too far and that kind of shit needing to be left in the past like i thought we had evolved as far as like our internet memory was concerned 
I have to push back on these kinds of lawsuits, right? Because it feels very reminiscent of video games promote violence. Yeah, right. you're right. Rap music promotes, <laughs> and, and we are having this discussion again, too. Like, this discussion is, I've been seeing crop up a lot, too. Like, the effect of hip-hop culture on the black community, right? And, like, is it time to admit that hip-hop culture is a little bit toxic? right and it it all boils down to i've once again is the media reflective of the culture is or is the culture reflective of the media i don't think that it's a nothing burger right like i do think that there is something to the effect of social media on people's mental health yeah Right, but I think it is due to the kind of unrestricted nature to which we have been introducing or introduced to social media. Mm -hmm. Right? Like it it has been designed to be addicted, right? And we are now aware of that. Right. And we are now retrospectively looking at the effects of social media being engineered in the way that it has been engineered. Right. But I don't think that the idea of social media in itself is by nature harmful. Right. I think what is harmful is the way that we have developed to use social media. Right. But I think if we continue to become more self-aware and more responsible with our social media use and our screen time and things like that. Right. Like, I, I think we will see that these things have less of an effect on people's mental states than what we are seeing now. Right. But I also don't think that what we are seeing now should be ignored because it is a perfect reason as to why social media literacy should be right in there with media literacy. (laughs) Dude, do I think this lawsuit is necessary? Only if so to make these companies understand that they cannot continue to design these apps in a way that resembles a fucking casino right like the endless scroll feature like we were talking about right like it's gotten so bad now that you can't even find what you wanted to scroll to (laughs) you have the endless scroll feature but now social media apps also have features to tell you hey you've been scrolling for a long time buddy do you want to chill out for a bit (laughs) like that's wild could you imagine being at a casino and your slot machine going you should probably stand up. My switch said after 36 hours, it was like, do you want to take a break? And I said, no. I'll tell you when I've had enough. I didn't hear no bell. Did you Did you see the video that went viral of the lady at the casino who peed herself at the slot machine? No, I've seen that in real life though. <laughs> Right. I used to work at a casino for like two years. So. Yeah. And I, I guarantee you there are people out there who have been like either you went to the bathroom and you got stuck on social media and you've been sitting on the toilet for way longer than you needed to because you were stuck scrolling TikTok or or 
you were scrolling TikTok for so long, you now have to go to the bathroom and like really, really bad because you actually needed to go to the bathroom like 20 videos ago, but you were like, all right, one more video and then I'll get up. <laughs> it's bad. Our relationship with social media does need to be reconstructed. Right? Yep. Like that's, I, that's not the word I'm looking for, but it's the word that's gonna fit here. But I don't think a lawsuit- I don't think of, no, speaking- Re-examined? Yes, re-examined. But I don't think litigation is going to solve that. I don't think these uh, states attorney and these county attorney generals suing these social media for- firms is going to produce anything the same way all of those action committees taking stances against video games and hip hop and rock and roll music just like that didn't produce anything. I, I know we have like, you know, the data from Facebook's own internal investigations on the harmfulness of apps like Instagram to like, you know, specifically young female, uh, young uh, girl youth and things like that. And the effect of fucking turds like Andrew Tate on the male population can't be ignored either when, you know, anybody is allowed to just post anything on the internet. But if we're going to be talking about toxic turds on the internet, I have a title shift for you after this break. You take a sound, any sound, record it, and then change its nature by multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. Just filters, echoes, acoustic qualities. You combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. Who wears short shorts? Welcome back. Peter wears short shorts. Oh, ew. That made me uncomfortable. I have a title shift. Uh. Switch. Did you have to make me uncomfortable before we did it? (laughs) Yes, considering the title shift is swapping you. I will not swap with you. No, I will not. It is swapping you with Devin Cannon, resident of Philadelphia, PA, and president and CEO, Community Career Builders, LLC, has been charged with cyberbullying and harassment against women of color, <laughs> oh, single mothers, fuck. and anyone he dislikes. Oh, fuck. Devin Cannon should be muted and held accountable for his social media platforms as a weapon to attack, bully, and threaten many consistently. On his YouTube channel, his aliases are Grown Folks TV, Grown Folks 2.0, Young Folks TV, and ZX1400. What kind of stuff do you think he posts on ZX1400? Do you think that's his gaming channel? (laughs) Recently, he has increased his attacks, slander, and disrespect towards women who are single parents and women who he deems to be, quote, all caps, dirty hookers. Devin Cannon has doxxed many subscribers. Is it spelled the way Devin spells And threatened to expose them by sending women nude pics that were sent to him in confidence. So now he's third. So he also threatens to post revenge porn on top of all of this shit. That is illegal and predatory. 
Devin Cannon has harassed, diminished, maligned, threatened, targeted several women channel owners. Devin Cannon has promoted false propaganda against female entrepreneurs by contacting Better Business Bureau and encouraging Devin Cannon subscribers to do the same with bogus claims. Yo, I did not read this far in Devin the GoFundMe. Devin attempted to ruin businesses by false claims and even after finding his claims to be fraudulent, he continued to spread lies. Yo, this dude is a menace, and I have no idea why you keep saying his name like that, but it's absolutely wild that this guy has been given a platform to do all of these heinous things. Devin Cannon uses his platforms to make money. He can use <laughs> YouTube, PayPal, Cash App, Instagram to make money with promises to use the donations to help his community. Oh, to help his community with promises. However, that hasn't happened. However. <laughs> Devin Cannon's vicious attacks daily towards many women has had horrendous This is disgusting. Impacts. This guy Devin needs Cannon to Devin Cannon should not be allowed to use social media no, as a weapon shouldn't. of war or to terrorize women he dislikes. Absolutely not. He should not. not be allowed to make profit <laughs> off of others' pain. Devin Cannon is the president and CEO of Community Career Builders, LLC. Devin Cannon alleges that Devin Cannon's business is to help his community. Devin Cannon alleges that he is a pillar of his community. Devin Cannon receives donations, tax breaks, grants for his businesses, yet his actions online is unprofessional, questionable, and a contradiction to who Devin Cannon claims to be. This Devin Cannon needs to be held accountable. Yes, he does. Recently, <laughs> yes. Devin Cannon yes, made fun does. of suicide and single mothers. Ooh. Devin Ooh. Cannon has disrespected the dead Good by God. saying Devin Cannon would skull fuck dead mothers. <laughs> no, he, he didn't. must be stopped. No, he didn't. Quote, Stop. skull fuck, quote, Stop. all caps, skull fuck dead mothers. Stop. If you agree that enough is enough and... Devin Cannon needs to be muted and held accountable by removing his channel. Sign the petition below. Yo. The comments. I did not read. No, hold on. Wait. Let that, let that, let that simmer for a minute. Uh, first of all, I once again want to reiterate that I have no idea why you said that name with such vigor in your chest, right? That part. Because I wanted to draw attention to this petition. To Yes, to this particular petition um, that <laughs> I sent you that for- That makes Devin Cannon. Absolutely no reason that has anything to do with anything other than the fact that it's wild that this guy is allowed to exist as, as a, platform. a platform of his pillar and community. Because I don't know who this Devin Cannon person is, but this change.org petition is absolutely wild. It was started by wild. Women United. Oh, so a foundation, huh? An organization has teamed up. That's great. Um, Devin Cannon is a monstrous person! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. He bullies people for having mental health diagnoses and those who have struggled with thoughts of suicide. Jeez, this guy. Wow, he sounds like one of those alpha pod bros, right? Devin Cannon is a predator. He has doxxed women, sent some women's revenge porn. He attacks women with children. Please take him down from YouTube. Jeez. We gotta look up this dude on YouTube. Devin Cannon. No, we don't. Rape George E. Booker, also known as Uncle Sug on YouTube. Shut up. His anus is torn open. <laughs> and he hated what? 
What? Hold on. Why did we Hold do on. That? Wait. Wait, because you're not gonna have me laughing at sexual assault. Was that a real comment just yeah, now? Two years ago. That was a real comment. He anally raped somebody. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't spell Devin Cannon's name correctly. But I, once again, I don't know why you keep saying his name like that. Um, <laughs> but I do know that that is something I would never personally do. Um, and I should probably say that a little bit less sarcastically. <laughs> Continue considering some of the allegations that this fucking Demogannon has been accused of. Uh, making fun of suicide victims? This guy sounds definitely sounds like he voted for Trump. One. Um, it definitely sounds like he believes there is a war on free speech. Um, He's probably a fan of Kevin Samuels. Oh, absolutely. Uh, grown folk TV. Listen, we do grown folk talk here. If you can't handle it, then maybe you need to take your baby ass back to the kid table, right? Uh, so, Doc, yeah. the title shift is, what would you do if you were in Devin Cannon's shoes? Um, personally, it sounds like Devin Cannon should probably get off of the internet, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, it sounds like that was probably the origin story to his villain arc when... For uh, Devin Cannon's villain arc. Yeah, when he was broken up with by his high school sweetheart and then found uh, some forum, probably 4chan, right? Slash uh, me. <laughs> it was like radicalized. Slash me? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you think Devin Cannon was a B-tart? I'm saying this particular... Devin Cannon, right? Like this, this, this guy that we are speaking of here in this change.org petition who has absolutely no relation to anybody else on this podcast whatsoever, right? Like that I, is actually a fact. Um, and I have no idea why anybody would draw any other conclusion as to otherwise, right? Because the flood with Doc and Ziggy does not condone any of the things that this guy um, Devin Cannon has been <laughs> accused of. Actually, you know, we've been um, trying to... We've been talking about picking a fight with an alpha pod for some time now. It's not... And I feel like been, we found the alpha pod to pick a fight it's with. It's not that I want to pick a fight with an alpha pod, right? It's just I Identity feel like alpha pods think they exist in the space where nobody checks them because and to round everything back Here's what I believe is the real issue. Controversy sells. It's not often that somebody who is promoting a healthy mindset, somebody who is promoting like growth tips and self-help tips, right? That aren't, I, I'll get you a Bugatti and bitches, right? Goes viral. You know what does go viral? The guys checking girls on like their bullshit social media standards, right? Like the six figures, a six pack, and he's got to have uh, and be over six foot, right? Yeah, like that's the six figures, six foot, six pack thing. Six pack. Yes, seven right. plus. So we have this. <laughs> we have created this climate where you need to be controversial in order to go viral 
right? Like what goes viral is stupidity. What goes viral is hot takes, right? One of us needs to say some dumbass shit right now. And I, um, I got nothing. I, well, what I'm about to say, some people might say is dumb, but I don't think it's social media's fault that the kids are rotting their brains. I think it's our fault. It's our fault that the kids are rotting their brains on social media uh, because we don't give them anything to do. You know why Mizzy gets to just walk up in people's houses? It's because like there's nothing for the youth to do because we constantly take away creative programs like cultural arts and, and theater and music and from the kids. So all they do is sit online with fucking disgruntled 30 year olds and talk shit to about why there's no Ape Escape 3 over COD lobbies and Fortnite lobbies and they endlessly scroll TikTok and Tinder and they feel rejected at the end of the day because what they really want is IRL human interaction but we you know also created and fostered a society that is more productive virtually than it is IRL right and that's not to say that people shouldn't be allowed to work from home because I totally feel like people should be allowed to work from home and office buildings should be turned into affordable housing but that's besides the point what we're actually talking about right now is the effect of social media on people's mental health and mind state. And I don't think it's social media. I think it's us. I think it's us. I think. Hi, we're the problem. It's us. Not that terrible Taylor Swift and Ice Spice collaboration, right? Um, is <laughs> terrible is getting all of your Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Flesh and Blood, Yu-Gi-Oh, board games, card games, and plaza at tokenmtg.com and using the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off of your order. I just wanted to get that out of the way. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's more social media or do you think it's more the culture? People are dumb. Okay, that's... A person can be smart. People are dumb. What are you saying? You get a few smart people and a lot of dumb people in one room. The dumb people might just be louder. So you're saying you think it's too many dumb people for us to be able to have nice things like social media? I'm not... not saying that. In all honesty, I think at this point, it is imperative for us to begin to, like social i think media literacy should be a required course yep. in school and i think it should be as early as middle school like right along with sex ed like once the kids start to hit puberty and they can get cell phones the minute like they can like you can no longer argue with a child about having a cell phone in their hands they should be being taught media literacy yeah they should be being taught how to like detect AI imagery, how to detect clickbait articles, when to, how to detect like something reading that's between the scripted, lines. reading between the lines, when to know what too much screen time looks like, how to detect a photoshopped image. Which right? articles are worth reading? Not even just which articles are worth reading, right? Because like that's the kids aren't reading articles. Identifying outlets that are putting out certain articles. I was going to say, kids aren't reading articles, right? Like, they're watching streamers. They're watching influencers, right? Like, so they need to be taught how to recognize the tactics that influencers will use to try and manipulate and influence you, right? Like, they need to be taught about well, the endless they're, scroll they're, feature the and written what... Written articles are still going to be there because it's going to increase scroll rate. 
they need to be taught what a healthy relationship with social media looks like from an early age or 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 fucking stop giving your kids cell phones god damn it <laughs> and i'm the media major here there's dumb there's dumb phones the dumb phones do exist if your kid has damn near unbreakable if, all no key if your kid has to have a piece of like mobile communication technology you can get them something that, that doesn't give buttons. them access to the fucking internet right and they can bitch and whine all they but guess what that's what kids do they bitch and they whine because they don't have that much autonomy they should have a little bit more autonomy than what they you you guys are currently giving them like especially like with the outrage that's going on with this whole target thing but like and oh, that that's a hot take to lead into the whole target thing, but no, uh, yeah, stop blaming technology and fucking hold some accountability. Like we always want to be like, oh, it's AI's fault. It's not social media's fault. It's the government's fault. It's your parents' fault. Like it's the government's fault because the government let social media do the things that it's doing, and you're your parents are the ones who didn't bother to take the time to teach you what was a healthy relationship with the fucking computer. Which is why you should take the initiative to learn about the systems around you. No, I'm, I can tell you as a fucking parent, like, it's a daily battle, dude. Like, I go through it all the fucking time with my son. And I I'm just subtweeting like, fuck. No. I have to be like, no, dude, you, enough is enough. Like, I get it. I understand. I've been there. I endlessly scroll sometimes, too. But this is me telling you it's time to get up and get away from it for a second. Right? Like, and people are afraid to have that confrontation with their kids right now because they feel just as guilty doing it. It's like, one of those things like, well, what? you still do it. And it's like, yeah, but I stopped right now. No, it's one of those things like, how do you tell your kid to stop scrolling TikTok when you've been binge watching 90 Day Fiance for the last four hours? Or The Bachelor. Are you cleaning while you're doing it? The <laughs> <laughs> legitimate question. If you're just sitting on the couch watching 90 Day Fiance, that looks very different than you like vacuuming and watching 90 Day Fiance. I mean, but that's the that's the whole issue, dude. Uh, and then if you add in the other variable of where is the glass of wine, it can get from like really depressing to like kind of industrious uh, and bold. Speaking of really depressing and also industrious and bold. Uh, <laughs> Meteorologists have been coming under fire lately at the ire of some conspiracy theorists. Um, on top of all of the trans hatred, which I promise we're going to get to <laughs> in a minute. Um, meteorologists are also facing some of the heat from a lot of these extremists and are being targeted online with all kinds of like hate speech and death threats. And I just think... <laughs> that that is absolutely wacky. <laughs> can you imagine people, can you imagine just reporting the forecast for the day and then fucking like all in your mentions is people being... <laughs> Fuck you, it's not gonna rain! <laughs> you just wait for judgment day, bitch! Starts raining. Fuck you, why'd you say it was gonna rain? 
You did this. You did this to us. No, like this is literally happening in like Spain and all. Uh, specifically in Spain, people are upset about chemtrails again, and they're blaming um, meteorologists and climate scientists for for no rain in Spain and for the droughts in Spain that have been happening and just all over the place. <laughs> climate scientists are taking the brunt of a lot of the blame for the effects of climate change that they've been trying to warn people about <laughs> and the further push against institutions and the further reduction and disintegration of truth and and just common understanding i, I think <laughs> the story is nuts it's nuts. It's nuts. It's like the fucking Alex Jones crowd that targeted the Sandy Hook parents. Um, God, that was always one of the, like, dumbest hills to die on. Like, And now they've like, moved why on. Why are you trying to... Oh, my God. Now they've moved on to meteorologists. And a lot of meteorologists think that, you know, uh, a lot of these people have been emboldened. If Alex Jones, by the conspiracy lockdown. theorists, had it right, a lot of character actors' careers was cut short. What was cut short was Target's Pride Month run. Ah, I told you we were going to get to it. <laughs> Target has gone viral once again uh, with their Pride Month run, and this time it is not for rainbow signaling. No, well, kind of, but not in the way that we previously talked about right it is not the queer community that is upset over the the clear cash grab have you ever seen Demetrius martin stand up sorry i just had to this is relevant have i had to Demetri stop Martin's myself from making a joke just now what's more clear than their sexuality is target's attempt to grab cash anyway the have you ever seen Demetrius martin stand up uh, I've seen Dimitri Martin. I don't know which stand-up you're referring to. So he has this one joke. He's like, I want to buy a shirt with rainbows. I'm in a weird situation because I like rainbows. But I'm not gay. So I wear a rainbow on my shirt, but then under it I gotta put not gay. But I'm not against gay people. So then under that I gotta put but supportive. I just think it's weird that one group took refracted light. Well, apparently, you can't be supportive of gay people, um, especially if you're a child or else you're a groomer or a victim of a groomer, according to a lot of people who are going trending on, on guess what? TikTok. Uh, not just TikTok, but all social media, <laughs> right? Uh, several different videos have gone viral recently. Ones of <sighs> right-wing conservatives knocking down mannequins like children um and Honestly, an one of the things to show their I, displeasure with the pride month merchandise i just want to see someone just start acting aggressively straight uh they have straight pride parades um but we all there were all was it like margot robbie and fucking ryan gosling walking hand in hand down fifth avenue like there was also a video that went viral of a woman who was claiming that 
Target was trying to sell tuck-friendly and bind-friendly swimsuits for children. Um, although reports have since come out that the swimsuits that were listed as extra small were not sold in the kids section. Um, she was also seen holding up cards and I think journals that said things along the lines of, I'm glad you came out and I'm happy you're queer because, you know, supporting gay people in any way, shape or form, especially if you're a child is absolutely unacceptable. Like it's, it's fine that they exist, but we're not allowed to support them whatsoever. Um, especially if you're a child, if you have a child that supports gay people, you are grooming them to be gay and you're a pervert. Uh, just so you know, um, I have a gay brother. So you're a groomer yeah, you, by nature. You're a groomer. Uh, by association, especially if you buy anything that supports LGBT community. The only fast food for place your you're kids. allowed to eat is Chick-fil-A. Um, if you buy anything that supports the LGBT community for your kids, or you have kids that maybe identify as LGBTQ because, you know, you, you believe that those kinds of things start when you're, you know, a child and don't you don't just decide that when you're an adult. You don't become 18 and go, you know what? I like dick now. <laughs> that's, you know, if you're one of those people who believes that that's the way that those things go, then if you buy something that has a rainbow on it for a child, you are grooming Target and you should be ashamed of yourselves you fucking perverted, nasty, nasty corporation. How dare you? The old Denver Nuggets jerseys were basically rainbow. <laughs> By the way, the Denver Nuggets are now in the NBA Finals. Don't you know that the NBA is one of the biggest groomers in the industry? Right there with the WWE and all of those buff-ass naked men that they have running around. That's not gay. That's not gay at all right to the fucking conservatives love wrestling dog don't you as a matter of fact they get upset that like the divas have so much control like they miss it when the divas were just like eye candy like they can't handle women actually like winning belts and stuff yeah. like that they're like putting on legitimately good matches and playing you know the heel fantastically and nope they, they have to have a man woman tag team match for their you know what's fine you know what you know what was what's wild to me they were completely fine with gold dust and all of his queer like <laughs> all of his queer glory this nigga was queer as fuck would come out in the wig it would be all like weird and like sexual with people and uncomfortable they fully wore leather no, dude, I don't think you remember, like, how, like, awkward gold dust was, dude. But, like, that was perfectly fine. But, oh, my God. Well, also, if, Mick Foley wearing leather. You put on a fucking wig and lipstick and you try to read a fucking children's book to my kid, I swear to God, I will burn this elementary school down. Don't you dare. No, you personally, for me... <laughs> would have some questions. <laughs> no, but Devin Cannon of Grown Folk TV would definitely have some questions. It would Devin probably... Cannon would try to cancel me. Um, I think that trying to cancel Target for the Pride merchandise 
that it has been producing for years now is absolutely ridiculous, but the issue is, I don't know, it seems to be working. The Target has announced that they will be removing a lot of their entrance displays in some of their southern locations in an effort to protect their employees from the harassment and like threats of violence that they've been facing. Cough, cough, their bottom line, cough, cough. Uh, no, well, also, I feel like, yeah, these people are going in the stores and they're not getting the employees. employees. Yes, but it like, is also, it, it's a nice PR spin for protecting their bottom line because yes, it does also do that. But, like, remember how they were acting about, like, Antifa and how disruptive Antifa was being? See, this is what I mean when I say this is all part of the playbook where they project so then they can, like, mobilize and do the thing, right? They said they accused the left of doing it. So they can then turn around and do it and go, oh, well, this is what you guys would do. Y'all would boycott anyway. Right, and here's what pisses me off about the current political spectrum. The right has much more conviction. Yeah, no, there's a huge left-wing and progressive movement that is brewing in this country that should not be ignored, but it is being pushed down as far as uh, media coverage is being concerned, right? And what worries me about the right is their conviction to mobilize for their causes, right? There's a lot of, even though there's a lot of infighting going on in the right wing, they know how to keep that shit like in-house. The left wing cannot mobilize because of the infighting, right? So we can't make any ground or any movement. And every time we talk about boycotting shit, it doesn't make a difference because we don't actually boycott things. Whereas the these Karens are willing to make enough noise and are willing and have the time to fucking like annoy these companies until something is done about it. So I was actually just thinking, so with the writer's strike going on, the director and actors guild coming up, probably going to fall in line with the writers. At what point do these like Hollywood labor strikes basically continue to cause a chain reaction to where blue collar America gives a fuck about it? Well, it's Blue Collar America started it, right? It's not just the Writers Guild. But the funny thing is, a lot of Blue Collar America is saying more or less, you know, fuck the writers, we have AI. They make nothing but trash anyway. That is the, like, counteroperative that has been pushed on, like, the creatives, right? Because, like I said, they have been trying to push against, like, creative careers and creative mindsets for a while right uh that's why like i said they got rid of like music and theater and art programs in school right it is you the expression and understanding of emotion is useless in a world where all you are supposed to do is produce 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 and now that we have a system that could potentially automate that production of creativity we we don't need those kinds of like oxymoron right there automated creativity that's the irony of this whole thing right like that's the irony of this whole argument the right wing has convinced themselves that they have found a way to 
automate social movements, right? Like it through like social engineering, which their their handlers uh, have done a good job at producing. Dude, like uh, Fox News has absolutely perfected propaganda. Oh yeah, in a way that uh, they it's have. It's scary. They're literally telegraphing their game plan, right? And they are projecting. We are now seeing them do things that they were afraid the left was going to do, and they are pushing... And saying you would do it anyway. Right. And continuing to push their lifestyle and their choices upon us and suggest that anything other than is perverse. Yep. Right? And it's wild to me how quickly these corporations are willing to cave to them, but then will tell the progressive community to fuck off. You want to know what would keep these kids off the internet? Giving their parents a livable wage that allows them to spend time with their children. It's almost like there's a ripple effect or a macro perspective. Do you know what Target's not going to do? Pay their workers a livable wage. And Target's one of the better corporations to work for, actually. I actually did have a, uh, a shower thought earlier today. You know how we're like, fuck the corporations? Yeah. All all day, every day. Google is a useful tool. But fuck Google too. Yeah, but I mean like, that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck Google, but at the same time. Google's not even useful anymore. Like, Google is like, has also like, caved in, like, catered to the corporate overlords. Right? It's a other, bunch of like, ad factory shit like, now too. You know, You're better off using Bing at this point, And that's real. Like, if you really want to like, search for shit on the internet, don't fucking use Google. You'll get ads and promoted content for like, the first three fucking pages. Are you serious? Like... <laughs> okay, maybe Google is a bad example. Like... <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. Do you have a brand of clothes that you like? Adidas, Nike. So that's that's the other thing too. Like, oh god, don't get me started on like fast fashion brands and stuff like that. I've been looking at Shein and like all of the child labor that they use and all that shit. And it's just like, yeah, no, I I don't have a brand that I like pick specifically. Like, fuck Wizards of the Coast, but you still do make magic. Yeah, I mean, like. I like pieces and I like I like champion clothes, right? Like I do like champion brand stuff. If I had to pick a clothing brand out of Nike, Adidas, and all of them, right? Like that's where I'm landing at. I don't know uh, like, what that says about me, but I also well, feel fuck like, these corporations. But at the same time, some of these corporations do have a product that is very useful. I don't feel like it's entirely empty-handed for Target to do this like pandering right where it's like yeah the rainbow marketing black history marketing and stuff like that I don't think that is entirely empty handed as other people have pointed out during pride month it is very beneficial and influential to the pride community to see especially when it comes to local businesses Mm -hmm. who is supportive to their community that pride flag out front of your business 
is not just like an empty-handed gesture in a lot of cases, right? Yeah. Because there are a lot of bars that you can go to in the South and get fucked up if you're seen holding, holding hands with somebody of the same sex. Or just, or, or at the lightest, potentially get harassed out of the bar. And nobody wants that. Yeah. Right? I did, when I was watching Cheers a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. A couple of months ago, actually. It was before my One Piece bender. There was a whole episode about them trying to figure out who some gay guys in the bar were because they wanted to kick them out of the bar. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is definitely a fucking show made in the 80s. But, of course, the cliffhanger twist of it was the two gay guys in the bar were in the crowd of trying to convince everybody else that these new people were gay. And they weren't. It was the two people that were in the bar regularly. And then they turn and they... they kiss uh what's his name uh norm on the cheek at the same time but to bring that through with a modern perspective right like like let's take always sunny in philadelphia how many seasons did was mac making like very like homoerotic suggestions and, and now stuff he's like, just actually, actually gay. openly gay it reminded me of the dude you were talking about earlier, the guy uh, who was found out to have a grinder or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy who was knocking down fucking mannequins in Target talking about how they were trying to push the gay agenda on people. And he had a fucking grinder. grinder account. Had a fucking grinder account, dude. And I guarantee you that mom, who was in there complaining about the fucking bathing suits for kids that teach kids how to tuck, has licked the cooch in her fucking lifetime. Like, get the fuck out of here, yo. It's always these fucking weirdos who want everybody else to stop what they're doing and be mad about what they're mad about for like two seconds. And that's the issue with the fucking internet, is the people who are prolifically on the internet are the kinds of unhinged people who have nothing better to do with their time most of the fucking time than be on the goddamn internet. Or you can check us out every weekend where we spend a lot of the time on the goddamn internet but have enough media literacy to break it down and make the mainstream make sense. And try to oil the fucking hinges, right? So shit doesn't squeak every time you open the door and we all go fucking crazy like the as we, we used to record in. endlessly fucking scroll. Fuck that chair. I can't. I still have that chair. I want I want to get rid of it. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Social media, however, it doesn't have to be as big of a piece of shit as if uh, we get we make Devin it. Cannon off of it, and we get these fucking extremist Republican weirdos off of fucking TikTok, right? It's so wild to me how they are constantly talking about how the internet is ruining America, but they are the ones like on the internet ruining the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a break and then come back with the last bit of our show for the evening. Beep, bop, 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 boop. <laughs> and we're back. And speaking of back, uh, we're bringing back again a topic that we have touched on before in an update. Pear, the world's largest social experiment, has not quit. And they want you to know that they can't stop, they won't stop, and they are now throwing their hat in the ring of fire festivals. Not in an attempt to repeat fire festival, but they're going for F I R E festival, not F Y R E festival. They 
are feeling a bit cheeky, as one might say, and <laughs> <laughs> one might say that because as of this week, it has been announced that coming in July, <laughs> Pair, the uh, dating experiment for singles, will be hosting the world's largest festival for singles only. That's right. The world's largest singles only event this summer in London. It's actually hosted only the by the people. If enough singles show up, they're branding it that way because of the production budget that they put in. Hosted by the people who want singles to wear a ring to let everybody know that they're single. And apparently the ring is selling out. Um, they is are, it the admission ticket? Uh, it is not the admission ticket, but you cannot get a ticket unless you have already purchased the ring. So you will need a ring in order to get a ticket. But the price of the tickets and the actual date of the festival have not been announced yet. Um, but this sounds, this raises my skepticism. Uh, they're claiming, Where's Ja? They're claiming that they sold out of the first run of rings. So apparently people are participating in this app. Um, I haven't seen anybody wearing a pair ring well, but this I'm is also, also in London right I'm also not looking for anybody wearing a pair ring but like you said this is in London well the festival is supposedly happening in London have you run into anybody wearing a pair ring no yet? no I haven't no so I'm wondering I just you know I I'm keeping my eye on this because it just seems like should I order one for science you ran for political offense for the lulls I don't see how buying a pair ring could be a bad idea for you, right? Fuck uh, it, I'll uh, buy one. Especially because you're the single one out of us. I'll buy it, whatever. Right? How right. much is it, $7? No, it's not $7. It's actually $25. Oh my God. <laughs> for the ring? Yeah, well, it's $19 and then shipping and handling. God damn it. <laughs> Sign up for our Patreon, people. For and they, content. And they claim they they claim they sold out, right? So you should be able to find somebody with this ring, right? That's why I, I'd like I, I'm interested to see where this goes because people are really complaining about what's how the, like what's the 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 whole social theory like once you mention something you start recognizing it more often. Well, I, I always associate it with Chrysler Sebrings because there was this one uh, like summer where a DC 101 DJ was just like, so my friend brought a Chrysler Sebring, and now all I see are Chrysler Sebrings. And I just imagine myself pulling a harpoon gun out and shooting out every Chrysler Sebring Look, I see. for the sake of all of our listeners, right? Like, everybody who has been, like, you know, trucking through this with us, I feel like it is in your duty to buy a pair ring and... Maybe, maybe we can crowdfund you a trip to, go to, to London. London. <laughs> you know I'd have to get a passport, right? That would be by far. Hold on, hold on. Are you telling me you don't have a passport? Do you know how little I have traveled? You get on how this podcast. How far west have I gone? You get on this podcast every Sunday and you tell stories to convince people that you are this well-traveled person and you do not I have am a this fucking well cultured person. Passport. Don't have a fucking Take a guess how west I've gone. 
Ohio. That's actually accurate. Columbus for 2007 <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Nationals. That's what's up. I've been further west than you. Um, That's great. And then uh, nowhere from Ohio until uh, Pennsylvania. I have literally never left the East Coast with the exception of 2007 Yu-Gi-Oh! Nationals. I've been all up and down the, the East Coast. But you've never left. But I've never left the East Coast. That's wild. Um, what else is wild is the fact that uh, the the pair company seems to think that they are really going to be able to get a bunch of singles to come together when the singles and cheaters. <laughs> when and swingers. Gen Z has a problem talking to each other IRL anyway. Um, I would love to see how the number is for this. Yeah, I know. It's great. I have like basic social interaction skills and I come off like the charmer Maximo Count of Monte Cristo Supreme. Mm -hmm. You heard him, ladies. That was smooth like butter, wasn't it? Smooth like cream cheese. That was maximum level Riz just now that you were witnessing. Um, and I you see, but no, here's the funny thing. Level my like clumsiness and acknowledging it and then being able to talk openly and honestly about it almost gives it like myself like a meta charm. Mm-hmm. Especially when you talk over people to compensate for your clumsiness. Right. <laughs> it's, That's a great, it's a great technique that I've worked on on pair. So therapy. when we send you to pair fest, 2023 i need you to really like oil that out and iron it out because listen you're you're gonna have to work your like top riz while you're out there man like this is the ultimate singles i have to ask you a question so i am a reasonably attractive very tall skinny white man from america are you little do i actually have to talk so Okay, you're asking me how little do you have to talk and not to validate that you are an attractive, tall, skinny, white man. Well, no, that's a fact. (sighs) More or less, I am confident in that belief of myself because, listeners, it is okay to believe positive traits about yourself. You are the awesomest person inside your own body. Is that positive trait that you don't have to talk in order to attract women? Because I feel like most women would say that that is actually an arrogant trait. No, I was going to say more <laughs> along the lines of how much do I talk until I just completely derail my chances, knowing me. Um, so you're asking for... I'm thinking like if I'm talking more than 30 seconds in a row... Yeah, I'm I was going to say a countdown. You're asking for a countdown. Um, it depends on how coked out she is. Because uh, we all know I wouldn't be coked out because my life would be ruined. I feel like a lot of our listeners are like, excuse me? <laughs> I mean, I'm on record saying when I'm on my deathbed, I'm trying heroin. <laughs> and at that point, why the fuck not? So, so like a lot of our listeners are like, there's no way he doesn't do coke. There's absolutely no way. I can attest that he has never done coke at this table. (laughs) What I can tell you is if he did do coke, that it would not be normal. What else is not normal? But should be normal is 
For the second time, buying all of your Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! Magic the Gathering, Flesh and Blood, board games, and card game supplies at TokenMTG.com and using the promo code Ziggy to get 10% off of your order. And once again, this is your last and final reminder for the episode that you can find us at the Flood Pod on everything, and, and that, that is on everything. everything. And you can find us again next week wherever you find podcasts at the same time, same place. And for all of you people on Pandora who ran out of skips, we hope you enjoy it. At least a little bit, like one part. Like, you know, tweet at us and let us know what part you enjoyed at the Flood Pod on everything. That's or if you everything. just tweet back and say fuck y'all for being stuck on the algorithm, be, well, we'll clap back. Be, I was worry. gonna say, yeah, be ready to catch that we'll clap back because I got time. I I stay up pretty late. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away! Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.